Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, Michael, I think a jolly way to start the hour would be uh, with clip number two. This is Mr. Edward Vedder of the Pearl Jam Combo in concert. Well, some dude was like uh, videotaping with his phone, and the gal behind him got annoyed, so slugged him in the head. And uh, Eddie Vedder stopped the show and said, whoa, no, 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 we're not punching people around here. Get out. You're what? out. And then he says, chorus, boom, and they hit it. That was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Oh, we got this text. Hey, Joe, Uh-oh. who's the new guy you're working with? That's me, Jack Armstrong, missing Friday, I guess. 
Uh, because I think I have COVID, but I'm not. That's the end of That's that right, Doctor Cardi. Yes, yes. No, it's the old guy. He just uh, sounds a little uh, diseased. So, uh, speaking of diseases, the California bullet train, which is like a herpes or a vampire or something, you can't get rid of it without a stake through its heart. Maybe a vampire with herpes. Um, it just got a $4.2 billion green light to finish the critical first phase between a walnut orchard in the middle of nowhere and a, 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 an empty lot in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the state. Where how much? Is. A green light for how much money? $4.2 billion. For the first phase between mid-sized cities, Bakersfield, Fresno, and Merced. I thought that had been declared dead. No, 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 no. It was just in remission. And so that is the segment, the easiest, flattest, cheapest, least disputed segment of the thing. To go the 500 miles between the San Francisco Bay Area and Los Angeles... 500 miles or so a track would raise the uh, total price well above $100 billion, never mind the original $40 billion lie that was sold to California's dopey voters. Um, $10 billion bond measure in 08 to build it. $10 billion for a project that, and they're saying $105 billion or more to finish it, and I swear and I will stand by this. If it's ever done, the cost will be north of $200 billion. Oh, it'll Not never be finished. even a doubt. It'll never be finished. Yeah, yeah. Well, and speaking of questionable financing, I mean, I could go into more detail, but uh, the project is alive and well and creating employment opportunities for thousands of workers, said the executive director, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. So that's a good way to spin it. You see, it's in creating jobs for workers. How about all the taxpayers where their money is just being completely flushed down the freaking toilet. And where are the liberals on these cause, on when money's spent like this? You care about the homeless and all these different causes that you want more money for? There's where the money is. Take it away from the yeah. bullet train. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you could just start with mental health right now. Or even housing. You know, uh, low-cost housing. Mental health care for the, the, the poor, mentally ill people on the street. I mean, just off the top of my head, they're desperate for money in those two fields, right? But nope, nope, I'm going to waste it all on a stupid bullet train that'll never run between L.A. There will be a technology so far superior to a choo-choo train by the time it's done. If it's ever done, I doubt it will be. But, I mean, it'll be like a, a, a supersonic jet to, well, a choo-choo train is right now, except even more crazy. It's just, but again, I'm tired of railing against it. It's not doing any good. There's no killing it. Every so often a judge rules against it or whatever, but it gets revived somehow. They find the money to keep pumping into it. But speaking of pumping Thanks money. Thanks for taking my money, That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. Uh, speaking of money, there's something happening on the Democratic side of the aisle that more and more people are starting to call out, and that is... Whether it's in Arizona or Maryland or a handful of congressional races, uh, Senate races, the Arizona and Maryland thing are gubernatorial races. But in the Republican primaries, there are, in several cases, uh, candidates who are Trumpy, if you will, which is fine. But they're also like big time raising money on Stop the Steal and stuff like that. They're, they're out there to me. We believe what we believe. You believe differently. That's fine. We can still be friends. But the whole I won, I won in a landslide thing is not true. Trump did not win Georgia. 
Not even close. Anyway, um, the Democratic Party, in particular the Democratic Governors Association, is funding the Trumpiest of the Trump candidates, the stop the steeliest candidates, so they win the Republican primary. In the case of Maryland, where moderate Governor Larry Hogan, he's a, a Republican, he wins in landslides, but he's getting termed out. They are spending more on the 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 guy. I even I hate to even call him Trumpy because they're just they're they're charlatans trying to ride on Trump's coattails. But his ninety percent of his financing is from the Democratic Party. He had raised practically nothing. The Democrats are his funding mechanism. With They're the trying idea to get being... him to beat the uh, the moderate Republican gal who is uh, part of Hogan's cabinet. The idea being he'll be easy to beat or yeah. easier to beat. So they think it'd be really easy to beat the stop the steal candidate. And um, so I was talking to a. Uh, Democrat friend of mine who said Republicans have been doing this forever. You know, th- this is the this is where we're stuck as a nation. By the way, is each side can point to the other side doing the same crap that they're currently doing and how they were doing it before, and so it just it just never ends and it snowballs and just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. But um, to me, and th- it's true, um, both sides have done this before. This is not completely new. But isn't this a a, a difference in degree that matters if you're yeah. claiming? that the Trump view of stealing the election, the election being stolen, is going to destroy our country, that's sure, different we're going to lose than... our democracy. It was an insurrection. Uh, Trump was a dictator, would-be dictator. Uh, uh, if that you seems, believe that stuff... That seems different to me than either party just pumping up a candidate on the other side they think it would be easier to beat. Yeah. Yeah, you can't simultaneously, I mean, as Henry Gomez, who's a commentator, says, there's a certain level of strategy and tactics that are acceptable. But what you don't get to do is live on Twitter and on MSNBC as defenders of democracy, then actively promote someone you believe in your heart of hearts as a threat to the nation. Right. Right. I mean, that's that's just unbelievable cynicism. Yeah, well, that's where we are. We are at the most cynical level of democratic politics now. And I mean, a small d democracy, um, just on both sides. And it's I, I don't know. I don't know if there's an end point to this or what, but it's just it is so cynical all the way around. It's sickening. Hey, have you followed uh, you were uh, <coughs> ailing Friday? Have you followed the Steve Bannon tapes thing? The new uh, tapes that are out? I will tell you this. Since I got covid, I have gained seven pounds. No. Yes. No. I've gained seven pounds on covid. What? I know. In like four days? Yeah. Well, yes, it's extraordinary by, by my standards. I wow, know. Thanks, Dr. Cardi, with the diagnosis there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's all phlegm or fluid or just fat. Oh. The three anyway, Fs. Yeah, I have heard some of the Steve Bannon tapes. Speaking yeah. of uh, chubby. If that's, there was no need to go there. Uh, you know what uh, I'm doing? I'm trying to make myself feel better by pointing out that he, too, has a weight problem. <laughs> is a slightly zoftig. I'm not the only yeah. one. I should go with oh. the multiple shirts like he goes with to try to hide it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hit us with clip number 93, Michael, would you? And what Trump's going to do is just declare victory. Right? He's going to declare victory. It, but it, that doesn't mean he's the winner. He's just going to say he's the winner. 
that's our strategy. He's going to clear himself a winner. So when you wake up Wednesday morning, it's going to be a firestorm. Jonah Goldberg wrote a really good column about those tapes and what they mean and the rest of it. Um, and he points out, note that he doesn't say if Trump thinks he really won or if he believes there's fraud. He just says, while chuckling, that Trump will simply lie and declare victory. And he thinks that would be awesome. Because that way, everything gets thrown up in the air. It gets crazy litigated and ends up in the House of Representatives where the Republicans have a uh, majority. That was the strategy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jonah talks about, you know, people who went along with it, who who believed it, that's one thing. But the people who knowingly, cynically are leading the people in that direction, I mean, that's a different level. Right. So how do you think that would turn out long term? Even if you you got over and, um, okay, so it gets litigated and thrown into the House of Representatives, and because the Republicans had the House at the time, um, they would declare Trump the winner. Okay, so he serves out that second term. What do you think that does to future elections, though? I, I don't think he cares because he's an agent of destruction. Bannon believes Steve the whole thing. Yeah, Bannon believes the whole thing is uh, too infected and 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 corrupted now, and we need to tear it all down. So that was his his goal. So he's got the Marxist view of just tear the whole thing down and start over. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, the most successful country in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that was the strategy from the beginning. It seems obvious to me now that you hear... And those tapes, by the way, are for, from months before the election. And he goes into a fair amount of detail that, yeah, we'll declare victory, and there will be a poo storm in the morning. Everybody will go crazy. It's going to be great. And then we can build out of that chaos. Remember Positive Sean, our old producer Positive Sean, used to quote, I think it was one of the characters from uh, Game of Thrones, chaos is a ladder. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, What's your current belief based on smart people you've read or heard on whether or not Merrick Garland brings charges against Trump and there's actual criminal prosecution? I haven't heard anybody who's, who's... super serious about it saying it's going to happen but i might have missed it i wonder if merrick garland gets pushed politically even if he thinks it wouldn't work to feel like he's got to bring charges because there's so much heat yeah i don't know i don't know and, i mean uh, if, helgen the governor of maryland the other day said he doesn't helgen. know if the country can, he doesn't know if the country can handle a uh, 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 that 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 whole court case with Trump in the room and, you know, it's an actual criminal proceeding that I assume we'd all watch on TV would be mm. just, oh, my God. Hmm. It wouldn't help anything. And Bannon would say, I know nothing, nothing. Sorry, somebody emailed the other day and said they really enjoyed the Hogan's Heroes reset. When we were so do you? <laughs> oh, my God. The other day. So you don't have a solid opinion on whether or not there's going to be charges against Trump or anything? I just have been assuming all along that there won't be because there never are in any of these things, whether you're talking about Benghazi or Whitewater or any of these things. They never turn into something. So, Right. And and politics through investigation and prosecution is a bad way to do politics anyway, honestly. Right. You, try it in the court of public opinion. Have an election. I know we got to take a break, but how about the idea of Trump declaring because then you can't? Because it looks like you're trying to prosecute your opponent, and we look like a banana republic. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I'm troubled by the whole thing, I'll tell you that. Yeah, we're, we're living it. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, more on the way. Stay here.
Strong and Getty Show. Very quickly, will it add to inflation if all these states, Massachusetts, California, Indiana, Delaware, hand out checks to offset inflation? Absolutely. Every one of those states is raising inflation nationwide to benefit the citizens um, in their own states. Collectively, we'll be worse off because of it. That was right-winger, whatever his name is, who used to be Obama's economic advisor, answering the question on Face the Nation, won't handing out checks to people in California and four other states increase inflation? Yeah, of course it will. He was obviously saying. Yeah, Jason Furman from back in the moderate Obama years. Well, you know, there, there, there are plenty of people that um, care enough about the, the way they're looked at by normal human beings that they're not going to sit there and say something obviously untrue. <laughs> well, right. And, and he you know, can't I don't claim know. to be an economic expert and say, no, no, handing out money to people won't increase inflation. During a time of rampant inflation? Yeah. Well, not only that, I don't know what Jason Furman's up to these days, but he probably doesn't want to see his wealth eaten away at 9% a year. No, he said plenty of things I disagreed with. He's trying, he wants to raise taxes on people over a certain amount and all these different, that's how he's going to bring down blah, blah, blah. But no, obviously, uh, Gavin Newsom handing out checks to voters right before the election is a way to get elected. It's not a way to take on inflation. Anyway, the um, the most recent number is the average U.S. family is paying an extra $500 a month from a year ago. We already wow. had inflation a year ago. Average. So you think about the average family in America. It's like you just bought a new car. $500 extra every month. Wow, that's just shocking. Yes, it is. That's a lot. Well, I think of the families that are barely getting by, and then I think of the families that maybe, maybe were able to save 500 bucks a month for their future. Not anymore. Um, I don't know I why I'm mentioning... somebody had warned us. I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but there's this 23-year-old double-A uh, baseball player who hit a 527-foot home run over the weekend. What? It's the longest home run that's been hit in professional baseball going back to 2015, I think. Nobody in the major leagues has hit one that far. He's double A guy, and he just—it's just astounding the way the crowd reacts, the players react, like, like, like disbelief, like what the hell just happened? Well, are they playing atop Mount Kilimanjaro or something like yes, that? I mean, yes, they were. At- They're playing on the moon. And he's just a <laughs> very large dude who really got a hold of one. Wow, jacked it. Yeah, I'd say so. Wow. Uh, and uh, we're continuing our team coverage of the wedding of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They finally got married. Their second engagement. They got engaged the first time 20 years ago when they were in their 20s. And then, you know, mm. things went different directions and different husbands and wives and all that sort of stuff. And they're back together. I don't know. I think it's kind of a nice love story. It's the stuff of a romantic movie, no doubt, starring who else? Come on. You got to make that movie. The J-Lo and Ben Affleck story starring J-Lo and Ben Affleck. <laughs> Uh, estimated cost of the ring between five and ten million dollars. So what? Yeah, um, I've got the most interesting poll numbers you've heard maybe ever in your life coming up. What? I know, not, not hyperbole. Wow. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A Missouri man has filed a lawsuit against Bass Pro Shops alleging that the outdoor goods retailer isn't living up to the word lifetime in its lifetime warranty on socks. Ken Slaughter of Springfield says in the suit that after years of exchanging his socks whenever they wore out, the last time he came in, he was given a new pair that only had a 60-day warranty, according to the Springfield News Leader. He says it's unfair because the company says in its ads that they are, quote, the last sock you'll ever need to buy. Okay, so, hmm, well, you shouldn't be able to make that claim if it's not true. On the other hand, I always take those with a giant grain of salt. I mean, when somebody says something that'll last forever, I just, I, I, to me, that just means, okay, it'll last quite a while. It's pretty good. That's what I take from it. Uh, do they offer literally socks that have a lifetime warranty, or do they just have that groovy saying, the last well, socks wear, you'll ever have to buy? I wear darn tough socks. Um, oh, yeah, which, I have. Uh, I have some of those. Which I love those socks. They supposedly yeah. have a lifetime warranty. I've never tried to make it stick. Of course, I haven't worn out a pair yet either. So, hmm. Anyway, um. Well, wasn't there? There is um one of your famous shoe companies. They had to uh, start changing the way they did it. And I know, like Costco and Walmart, have had to adjust their policies because just enough enough creeps have now started to try to take advantage of these. Various, oh, right, uh, you right, can return right. anything for any reason sort of uh, uh, guarantees that they, they can't L. L. do. L.L. Bean, the, the duck boots, right? 
yeah. L.L. Bean lifetime guarantee. Yeah, people buy them at garage sales so they can uh, return them and get a new pair, and they had to alter their policy. There's just too many dishonorable people. That's... And don't hit me with some sort of lawyerly, well, it actually it says if you do so legally. No, 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 no. There's right and wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I promised you the most amazing poll numbers you've ever heard. I, I think this is pretty close to it, and it comes from the NBC The most News. astonishing poll ever published in English or any other language. Here it is. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it's hard to live up to. Um, Call up Granny, gather the children around the radio, prepare to have your soul rocked. The fact that this is being reported by NBC News makes it more amazing, and it is a poll done by the teachers' unions, which makes it, even more amazing. Hmm. DeSantis's, that's Governor DeSantis of Florida, who almost certainly is the leading uh, likely candidate for the Republicans at this point if Trump doesn't run. Although I did see somebody go through a list the other day of all the people on the D side and the R side who have been the presumptive leading candidate for the party, and none of them, not a single one, <laughs> has ended up being the nominee yet. Not one so on either side. A bit, of, a bit of a trend. In like the last 30 years. <laughs> I mean, some of the names were just amazing. Whether it's Dick Gephardt or Rick Perry or, or, or Rudy Giuliani or Hillary Clinton or whoever. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Ron DeSantis of Florida, everything has changed, so none of those things matter anymore, and I mean that. Everything mm. everything is different now about politics. True enough. DeSantis's education message is winning in battleground states. The teachers' union poll finds. The American Federation of Teachers circulated the poll, conducted by the Democratic firm Heart Research, as a call to arms for its members and allies to emphasize more popular proposals, like spending more on schools and reducing class sizes, and de-emphasizing fights that center on cultural issues. Oh, boy. This is from the teachers' unions and reported by Democrats trying to alert their own people. It's basically the stuff Bill Maher has been saying. Hey, all this stuff you're talking about, normal people don't care about. A major set of red flags in the poll for Democrats and teachers' unions was a series of questions that looked like they were ripped from DeSantis's Friday speech on critical race theory and teaching kids about sexuality and gender identity. While the survey didn't mention DeSantis by name, it tested education messages that he popularized nationally. Yeah, and every other normal human being. Mm-hmm. More so than Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. We won't get off on that. Um, one poll question found that voters... By 32-point margin, said they were more likely to vote for candidates who believe public schools should focus less on teaching race and more on core subjects. That's a 32-point win. That's not enough, but I'll take it. By 27 points. And, you know, it's worth pointing out that it's not like this is a discussion that's being had in America, whether your kids should be indoctrinated with that lunatic philosophy. It's happening. It's happening in many schools in many states around the country, full on, from your kindergartners to your post-grad, uh, you know, Ph.D. candidates. They're already getting this stuff shoved down their throats in spite of the incredible unpopularity of it. By 27 points, they said schools should be banned from teaching sexual orientation and gender identity to kids in kindergarten through third grade. 
That's wow. the don't say gay bill. Don't say gay. Don't. It's a hate bill. Mocked on the Oscars and Saturday Night Live is just evil. They won't allow you to use the word gay. Or was it normal parents saying, how about we stay away from this stuff for third graders and younger? Which is a winning attitude <laughs> that let's stay away from it by almost 30 points. Yeah. Yeah. By 28 wow. points, people said that transgender athletes should be banned from competing in girls' sports. That's too low a number two, but it's a big win. So 32, Not 27, 28, all within the margin of error of 30. So let's call these all 30-point wins. The same poll suggests DeSantis has been smart about where to draw the line. Most voters said they would be less likely to back candidates who want to prosecute teachers for instructing students on critical race theory. So he hasn't gone further down that road. But so just the general, how about we emphasize uh, core subjects more than race? 30-point win. How about we don't teach kids third grade and younger about uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. 30-point win. And how about transgender athletes don't get to compete in girls' sports? 30-point win. Not wow. even freaking close. For the million and third time. Really should have gotten a t-shirt at the millionth. But for the million and third time, the perception of the American people you get through the media is so wildly distorted from reality, it's, it's beyond useless. It's counterproductive. We are a much different people than the media elite of Manhattan and the D.C. Beltway would, would suggest. And once again, that was an NBC report on a teacher's union poll being put out by a Democratic research group to other Democrats to alert them to, hey, we're way off track. Boy, and you would get the idea from the media elite that it was a 30-point win in all three of those questions in the other direction. Or at least... Or at least a 50-50, this is a real dividing line, tough, you know, we're, we're, we're right in the center, we're at each other's throats over this. No! Come no. be on the right side of history. Right. It's, it's not even close. Wow, nobody believes this S, and yet it's, it's everywhere in education. It's everywhere in media. Everywhere so, in entertainment. So I don't know what the actual numbers were, but so a 35-point win could be 65-35, obviously. Um, right? That would be a 30-point win, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a 30-point win could be a 65-35 poll. Of those 35% that do want to emphasize gender and sex for third graders and youngers, how many of them are just going along with because they've heard that, that that's what you ought to do as opposed to actually believe it? Give me five minutes with them. Right. In a closed room, soundproof. Rubber hose. No. What? No. No. Give me, give me five minutes to talk to them. Sack of cue balls. What? No. Gentle tones. The quiet persuasion of the wise man. Exactly. Car battery and a and a pan of water. If that's what it takes. (laughs) Christmas. I thought that was pretty amazing. That is. That is. Keep that around. We ought to do that earlier in the show. Yeah. I mean, the the early in the show, people are not nearly as bright as you folks. So we'll have to dumb it down a little bit. But, uh, They're usually still up from having closed down the bar. Right. So the, the early listeners, we have, to, we have to talk slower. You later in the show, people that are professionals, probably at work. Sure, sure. Just taking a quick break from your labors, of course. <laughs> so I thought this was America. I guess not. You're not allowed to have your electric car make farting noises as it backs up. The I haven't, I haven't NT, done that. And the NHTSA? Didn't they used to be the NTSB? 
Anyway, uh, the National Highway people have ruled no funny noises coming from electric cars. Why? Land of the free, my tailpipe. Hmm? What, what, what's even the argument there? Well, I'll, I'll give it to you. We don't have time now. It's okay. time to take a break. All right. You know, keep our powder dry. <laughs> Collect our, our wits about us. Um, oh, you know what? You know what we haven't gotten to? It's outrageous. All right. I'll t- so there was... Uh, there were hearings. They were proposing a rule that would allow electric vehicle owners to choose from a suite of noises the car could make at low speed, whether in for- forward or reverse, to let people know they're coming because they're practically silent. Yeah, that bothers me. But after hearing extensive feedback from the public, they decided this uh, will not be allowed because of, quote, a lack of supporting data that it would have any benefit, but would, quote, allow manufacturers to make more obscure sounds that only appeal to a small minority of hybrid or electric owners, which is a bunch of fancy talk for they don't want Elon Musk making cars that fart as they back up. (laughs) Hard fart primary. (laughs) Oh, boy. So I don't know what they're going to do now. Is it going to make that horrible, obnoxious beeping? I did the uh, the the Tesla light show the other uh, couple of weeks ago outside of a restaurant. I'd never done it before. Hmm, Somebody was messing around with my screen, and it's in the the latest version of the technology. I don't know. You press the button. You get out of the car and you press the button, and it goes doing all these things and different colored lights and all kinds of windshield wipers and lights, and it bounces up and down and music plays like this really dramatic music. <laughs> It does wow. this big giant show. Everybody was looking and filming it with their phones. It was wow, weird. you're a celebrity for a minute there. It was a little nutty. Yeah, that's funny. I got to go online during the commercial break and see if I can find examples of that. But, but it also makes flatulent sounds if you wanted to. Oh Lord, I certainly don't. Uh, coming back, the mayor of New York of of, of Washington D.C. complaining about migrants being dropped off in her town is just too good to pass up wow Uh, the irony police put on your riot gear next armstrong and getty enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So on uh, Face the Nation yesterday, Margaret Brennan was talking to Mayor Muriel Bowser of uh, Washington, D.C. If I'm a woman, my name is Bowser. I'm tempted to change it. Eh. Anyway, uh, they're talking about immigration and the fact that some border state governors are sending busloads of illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. because their states are being absolutely inundated with people who are desperate for help and food and medicine and clothing and housing and the rest of it. And the powers that be that actually have the power to do something about it in D.C. aren't doing a damn thing. Uh, clip number 60, please, Michael, six zero. Homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up. Um, and groups are getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and, and Arizona are sending here full of migrants. How significant is this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue. Um, we have for sure called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. Uh, we, we think they're largely asylum seekers uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. Uh, I worked uh, with the White House to make sure that FEMA provided a grant to a local organization um, that is providing services to folks. Um, but I fear that they're being uh, tricked into nationwide um, bus trips when their final destinations are places all over the United States of America. So if you didn't quite follow what's outrageous about that, folks on border states, particularly border congressional districts that are feeling the brunt of hundreds of thousands of people coming across the border every couple of months. I don't have the latest figures, but it's an astonishing number of people. Mayor Bowser of D.C., is mad because her shelters are filling up. When you have border towns that are inundated with human beings, they're stuffing them in every nook and cranny, every shelter, every church, every school gymnasium. They're desperately trying to feed people and keep them from committing crimes and the rest of it. And the fact that Muriel Bowser would claim that the border states are somehow tricking the poor migrants and pulling a, a nasty trick, putting them in D.C., is that's some rich stuff. Yeah, that's the argument that Tucker Carlson's always been making that I've agreed with, that many of the politicians that are okay with our current policies, they don't live in neighborhoods where their ERs are full of people uh, from some other country using the ER for their doctor's office. Their schools aren't suffering because of it. Uh, They don't see it in their neighborhoods. And uh, here's an example of that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Um. It's still once removed from Congress. I mean, I'm not calling for some sort of January 6th style invasion, but, you know, if... That'd be something if you did. Well, <laughs> be our last show. Um, 
wouldn't it be delightful if somehow, by a referendum of the people of the United States, we could decree that the halls of Congress and the congressional office buildings and the Senate office buildings would be the homeless shelters for all illegal immigrants. Just route them all there. Sleep in the halls, uh, cook open campfire there in the hall right outside AOC's office. Just don't call her a big boonie Latina or she'll go crazy. Uh, if how, how can we the people somehow pass the discomfort and the expense on to those who are willfully ignoring their responsibilities? I suppose you do it at the ballot box, theoretically. Although on the right side of the aisle, the act has been, I, for one, will clean up the border. And then the meat processors and the uh, big ag and everybody else says, uh, uh, here's a nice big check for your uh, pack. Uh, Do us a favor and don't pass any legislation. (laughs) All right, then. I'll do what I do best. Nothing. The show's over. I didn't even know it was that time of day. Oh, it went so fast. Everybody's having so much fun. Come on, kids. Time to get in the car. Oh, boy. It's time. It's time for final thoughts. Final thoughts. The final thoughts. It's time. It's time for final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Here you go. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. That one drains me. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, starting with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? It's the little things that make me happy. This weekend, I upgraded the internet speed in my house. I kept showing my wife, look, it goes up to 200, and now it's 250. Now it's 220, to the point I annoyed her. But uh, mm. Awesome. It made me happy, so. Sure. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer, working hard. Alex, a final thought for us? Bear with me here. I have my tinfoil hat on. Benifer got married over the weekend, but not many details are known about their wedding in Vegas, but you mentioned how expensive the ring was. Well, millions of dollars worth of gems and jewelry were stolen in Los Angeles from an armored truck last weekend. Whoa. Ben Affleck's brother, Casey Affleck, was in Ocean's 13, which is a movie about thieves. I'm telling you, it's coming together. It really is. Wow, wow. That's some pretty solid evidence. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought is somebody who said they don't like benifer they like lopec or something um uh my final thought is how do you get sick and gain seven pounds that's what i did i got sick and gained seven pounds boy that's extraordinary are you like four days overdue for a a a bm or anything kind of question is that Uh, that's a medical question kind of weirdo asks a question like that (laughs) does somebody's concerned about your well-being Oh, my final thought. Gosh, what do I go with? Uh, Working on wedding arrangements with my daughter for her September wedding, so that's That's kind of exciting. I'd say. As the dad, I mostly write checks and Mm. stay the hell out of the discussions the gals are having, which is more than fine with me. (laughs) Right. I doubt that you're arguing for more time. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. You ought to go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great hot links for you. The stuff we talked about today, pick up an A&G t-shirt or what have you. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. They're loco. They're locking up my toothpaste. It's 100 on the crazy meter. No, 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 no. No. Well, when you say it like that, it's hard to live up to. What do we want to be? Losers?
or winners. I want winners. You're a loser. That's right. End of quote. Repeat the line. (laughs) I have to laugh at that. (laughs) And on that possibly nightmare-inducing note. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.